I am. Uh, no, I'm good. Kind of crazy here. Um, we're here for 10 a.m. video. We got a guest. We got some good stuff. Today we're going to do Everyday Heroes Quick Take. Can compassion heal? We'll talk. All right, everybody, welcome to another show here. My name is Rob, host of Ultra Universe Live and Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes. Today, we're going to do the Everyday Hero series where we talk about more of the serious issues and topics that not everybody wants to talk about, but we probably should. So we should be getting our guest on in a minute, but let's give you an overview of the topic. And of course, as I always do, the question for the end. So the entire video will come around to the final question of does compassion or empathy have the ability to heal your mental health or the mental health of others. So keep that one in mind. Um, all right, so what is compassion? Compassion or empathy really is the ability to um, feel for somebody who might be suffering, who might be having a problem, who might just need a little bit of extra time. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Who um, might just need a little time. Um, so what does that mean as far as, <coughs> excuse me, um, what does that mean as far as um, mental health goes and stuff like that? So I've talked before how I feel the, uh, my, my ability of empathy is strong enough where it actually hurts sometimes when I know somebody is struggling and I feel that sometimes the compassion can take over so much that you take on the, the pain in order to make other people feel better. That is on the larger scale. That is where you would call kind of like super compassionism. I don't know if that's a word. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> excuse me. Um, that being said, I'm sorry, we're trying to see if uh, our guest got the uh, the link because a lot of times our computers don't like working. Uh, so, um, what you know, what's the good and the bad? Well, obviously, overdoing it is a bad thing. You don't want to get so much uh, compassion others where you physically start not being able to function or feel good because you are taking on so much pain. On the other hand, though, you don't want to kind of let it uh, let it flow, let it slide. Um, you want to allow it to, you know, you want to be there when it's got to be there, but it's not just love and support. It's really the feeling of, you know, I, you want to help and you want to do whatever you can, but just know that obviously you have limitations. I find that very hard because I always try to go above and beyond. And I, you know, I know I have limitations, but you know, I don't, I don't seem to care. And I would put myself in harm's way to help, uh, to help people that I care for. Um, so that being said, um, so our guest is going to be on a few. So I'm just kind of, you know, going to stall a little bit and kind of expand out. But right now, it'd actually be a good time for anybody. If you guys have any examples or any questions on it, uh, comment right here while you can, um, and we will be happy to answer. But compassion really is, you know, you 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 want to help, and 
you can or you can't, but you want to. And really sometimes the want is just good enough. So let me go into one of the articles here. This is from the Greater Good Magazine, Science-Based Insights for Meaningful Life, greatergood.berkeley.edu. Once again, we got a, a university doing this, pretty cool. So the title here was When Empathy Hurts, Compassion Can Heal, a new neuroscientific study shows that compassion training can help us cope with others' distress. So this article here talks about how you can actually learn to be compassionate and deal with the empathy when somebody needs to. Is it weird that we need a class or a, a learning for that? Not really, because as we've seen in many other topics here, mental health is not a obvious thing. It's a learning process. Um, so one of the quotes here from uh, one of the uh, researchers, empathy is really important for understanding others' emotions very deeply, but there is a downside of empathy when it comes to the suffering of others. When we share the suffering of others too much, our negative emotions increase. It carries the danger of emotional burnout. Talked about burnout before, and that's really what I've noticed on you know me sometimes, but also what I've heard other people talk about how it is very hard to to hold it together when all you're trying to do is make sure um, everything is you know is good. Um, there are there are normal. Um, uh, uh things you would do so for instance if something broke or if something was destroyed the automatic uh, want to cry is perfectly normal because you are obviously not only concerned about the fact that it broke but you're probably concerned of having to replace it having to find another one um if it's a gift of some sort you know or if it's somebody else's thing the guilt of, of breaking somebody else's item um there's so many things that you can do but that's a normal thing what i guess they're trying to say here is you want to make sure that if you are concerning yourself with it, you need to learn the, the both sides. You need to know when it's right to be concerned, but also when to step back for a second and separate from it. Because obviously, too much overdoing can cause burnout. Now, no, let me clear, clear my personal opinion here. No way am I saying don't stop being compassionate or concerned or helpful. What I have learned from personal experiences with the, as I call it, the superhero syndrome, you hear that a lot on this series, we, I come to realize that I do a lot. Hold on. Oh, no. Okay. Um, give us one quick second here. I just love how uh, email and stuff doesn't work. Let me... This is technology, guys. This is. All right. Let's try this again. <clears throat> so, the research here is the learning of what, how to even out your compassion, um, uh, and to. To really figure out what you're actually trying to achieve. So we did get our first question here. Um, when helping someone, how does it affect your own thoughts and anxieties? Very uh, very good question there. Um, it's an easy answer, but not necessarily an easy explanation. So it definitely changes my concerns and anxieties to the, the person or thing that I am trying to take care of. It affects the thought-wise of am I going to do it right? Am I going to screw up? I need to make sure I get this done correctly because they're very important or this is very important. 
Um, so as far as the anxieties go, it definitely changes my my uh, mode and my mood because I am now concerned with going on. But the thoughts really, I think, are generally what anybody would think of is let's, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing this correctly and I want to make sure that I'm taking care of the situation the right way. So that's a really good question because, you know, you ask many people, it's going to be different. But I, I personally think that when it comes to the actual thought process, you are going to, you're going to make sure that everything's good. But as far as how it makes you feel, let me see. Um, sorry about that, guys. We're trying to make this work for uh, for our guests. But when it comes to your anxieties, that's going to be where it differs because everybody's going to have a different feel. You're either going to feel super, super great and your anxieties go away. Or if you're like me, who has general anxiety, it may just put that much extra on there. Not necessarily badly, just in a way of you're making sure that everything's cool. Um, so let's do one more article really quick. And hopefully by then, we will get our guest on and fixed. Um, if not, we will hopefully get her on later. So not a problem. Um, this one comes from charterofcompassion.org, the healing power of compassion. Um, so I'm going to read the, you know, the articles long. So I'm going to read the headlines. They basically talk about the different points of what healing is. So cultivating a compassionate response. So those who might've suffered, um, some issues, those who know people who have suffered issues, you create your compassion around what you see. So if you watch a lot of, you know, sad things, you're going to have probably more of a compassionate feel not necessarily good or bad, just more compassion. If you're not used to seeing anything bad, your compassion may not necessarily be the same response because it may not come to mind something important. So the first part of the article here is cultivating or creating it. So, you know, don't put yourself in bad position, but if you happen to know somebody who might've had an issue or you, you yourself have something, Think about how it makes you feel. Think about how it might make other people feel. Learn from it to learn how important it is to love and support. So for me, the biggest thing I've learned is loving myself, obviously loving others. But in order to love others fully, I've got to appreciate who I am. So I'm cultivating compassionate response to myself to learn that it's okay to be me and that I am not a failure. I am not unworthy. I am not a burden. I am learning that I need to love me in order to learn how to love generally. Opening heart and mind helps connect and heal. So again, these are non-tangible things, but these are things that we learn from a young age. Being nice, being thoughtful, thinking before you speak helps you connect with other people, helps you heal, and helps them heal as well. So the other part of this is learning to use your heart and your mind and not just your facts and knowledge. Facts and knowledge are good, but when it comes down to compassion, think about what makes you happy. Think, think about what makes other people happy. That's really where you're going to go with this. What gets in the way of compassion? Well, of course you, you know, you, you, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You, um, you might be in a situation where the compassion is hard to come by because maybe you uh, were brought up a certain way to be more stoic than others. Maybe you don't want to bring it out because you don't feel like it's an appropriate emotion. Many things can get in the way, the barriers, but you you realize, or at least I'm realizing, you you need to you need to separate the two of them. 
yes, there's a lot of things that will stop you from doing things. But as my wife affectionately tells me daily, are those what ifs real or are those what ifs fake? If they're fake, then you put yourself in a mindset of, you know what, those barriers probably aren't going to cause a problem because I'm making them up. Now, yes, a lot of times there could be ones. There could be, you know, for, for people who, who can't leave the house, I think it's called agoraphobia. Leaving the house is almost impossible. That is obviously a barrier that is very hard to deal with. And of course, through through therapies and through other ways, you, you work with it. But there are some barriers that are going to be much harder to deal. So this is not a saying that every barrier is going to be easy to, um, to break. But when you see yourself having a barrier, just for a moment, think, is this a realistic or an unrealistic thing? And discuss. I'm lucky enough. My wife always talks with me about this. And she allows me to explain what I think and don't think. And she will come back with any, you know, possible explanations, any possible answers. And just generally, we, we, we uh, brainstorm together what the deal is. And most time, we come to some sort of conclusion. So, you know, think about it. Next up is practicing and then also developing. So, of course, just like anything, you need to practice and develop the skill. So, again, compassion is something we are all really ingrained with, but not everybody really uses it because it might just be, you know, cultural-wise, family-wise. It just might be where you're at. You, it may not be ingrained as something to do. So, really importantly, is do things that, that are compassionate for the idea of compassion, not for gain. So for instance, if you have an animal shelter nearby and it's safe to do so, go down there and maybe, you know, help out. Uh, you get to play with cute fuzzy animals. Yeah, there's some cleanup involved, but you will be giving your time to uh, animals that may need help. Maybe there's a, um, um, you know, Goodwills by you. Drop off your clothing and your toys and your whatever that you're not using. It may not seem like a lot and it may not necessarily do a lot, but just think that you are giving something to somebody that they might be able to have. So practicing and developing are very important skills. So really, if you're going to take anything away from today, it's, you know, learn what compassion means, practice what compassion is. And if you can, you know, maybe help others learn, like I'm trying to help others here. So, um, you know, some activities are, I mean, actually the best activity really is, is either talking with your loved ones or journaling it out. Write down things that maybe make you feel good. Write down things that you can do for others that could feel good. Um, it's 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 one of the few activities that really you can do just by sitting at home and writing or talking. No equipment involved. No physical movement involved. This is one of those few times where you can you can learn compassion via writing and thinking and talking now we're going to end here it looks like we're our guests are going to be able to come on but we'll get her later um so can compassion heal well i think the answer here is probably a yes i think it really can heal um oh excuse me excuse me sorry excuse me um oh excuse me um i think it can heal because i think if the world in general sits down and thinks about what's really important to one another. Being nice to somebody who needs the help is probably the best thing in the world anybody can do. Doesn't matter what your skill set is. If you can sit down and you know share um, a meal, give a, a, a piece of clothing, um, 
let some you know give somebody a couple bucks again all all in all in 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 correct form i'm not saying go out and just do it to whoever i'm saying if you see that there are people in the community legitimately struggling and you want to do something that is where compassion starts whatever you can do as little or as big it doesn't matter it's the feeling and the thought that counts it really is it's the thought that counts so really compassionate people are ones that help the world go around so we love you uh, we want to show compassion by giving you everything we can to help. So if you need anything, if you want to talk, we are here. We're not professionally PhD, but we are definitely available to listen and give a uh, helping hand and a uh, virtual high five as well. All right, you guys. So as for everybody here, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please stay nerdy. And may the force be with you all. Bye, guys.